0: Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 19, verse 41. When he came near, he saw the city, and he wept over it. Jesus wept not over what he saw but rather what he knew was coming. For the people that were before him would ultimately reject their Messiah. They would even go so far as to kill him. And not only would they not be freed from their earthly bondage like they wanted, but actually the Roman general Titus would very soon surround the city of Jerusalem and all of its inhabitants. History tells us that he would then go on to massacre everyone young and old, and literally level the city, walls and buildings flattened. So Jesus, in warning, says in verse 42, If you, even you, Jerusalem, had known today the things which belong to you, your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. For the days will come on you when your enemies will throw up a barricade against you, surround you, hem you in on every side, and they will dash you and your children within you to the ground. They will not leave in you one stone on on another because you didn't know the time of your visitation. You know, it's the heaviest of burdens for any shepherd to watch the people walk away from God on any level. People who used to say, hallelujah, 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 would say, here cometh the Son of God. And then just a short time later would say, crucify him, crucify him. I know people who literally went out and got Jesus tattoos put on them that are today working diligently against that very Jesus because you see, things didn't go the way they wanted them to go. And when they didn't, they turned on their Messiah. The rejection of these things have given them a life of no peace. Each of us is given such a day, if you will, a, a moment, a a uh, passage, a moment in time where we will have that clarity to come to Christ. And yet so many will actually walk away from it. And then they will instead embrace the subsequent blindness that would follow. And then as sure as the sun rises each day, the enemies come around that person, they surround them, and they close in on every side. I have seen it again and again after 30 years of ministry. And that pain and tears come from every shepherd that these people have ever had, earthly and heavenly, all because when Christ stood before those people... So many have failed to accept him as Lord and Savior. They failed to give their all, and thus they failed to see him for who he was and who he is. The enemies then will come, level you and your family, and destroy your life and all that you have because you did not know the time of your visitation, all because you did not know what you had when you had it. Verse 45 of our text says, He entered into the temple and he began to drive out those who bought and sold in it, saying to them, it is written, my house is a house of prayer, but you, you have made it a den of robbers. Many folks throughout the ages have been extremely uncomfortable with what is occurring here and they wish it was never recorded, mostly because it flies in the face of this image, this persona of the Christ that they have built up in their imagination. No, this is not Jesus meek and mild. And many of us, we, we want to reject any suggestion that Jesus herein was righteously angry and could have dealt with matters in this way. It's not the Jesus that we want. And is, that's why people have turned away from Christ through the eons. We want a different Jesus, we want a different Messiah. Curiously, if we didn't read the fact that it was Jesus in this situation, and if it was us sitting in the temple doing our business that day, I think we'd perhaps to say that this man was, if not kind of crazy, certainly unloving. Maybe he, we would accuse him of being unchristlike. like <laughs> But what was going on in there was wrong and their actions, uh, what was going on inside that place, was unloving and unChrist-like. It wasn't Christ who was in error; it was the people that were inside there. You have to remember, it was the house of God; it was God's place, and so it deserved the best men had to offer—not not just you know the the what was left, the crumbs. It was not a place for political registration tables, God help us, or any politics for that matter. It's not a place for social programs. And certainly all churches need to hear and heed this warning today. And and we need to hear this message uh, concerning the handling of money in the church. These men were selling sacrificial animals at inflated prices and frankly with dishonest methods. Such articles of worship and spiritual growth are not to be used and bringing the church worldly and inflated financial gain. That's not God's house. Verse 47. He was teaching daily in the temple, but the chief priests and the scribes and the leading men among the people sought to destroy him. They couldn't find what they might do, for all the people hung on every word that he said. Along with his actions there in the temple, Jesus then spent every day teaching God's word faithfully. Certainly there were and there are, however, those who failed to see the love and the faithfulness in that action and they were indignant. They were indignant even at the insinuation that they were not, you know, spiritually where they should be. And people give you that same attitude today. It's their ruffled pride and it makes them angry. And instead of repentance, invariably they lash out at Christ, they lash out at his followers, they lash out at his church, and thus, just like then, we end up doing everything possible to actually stop him, even though we would never acknowledge that. These individuals would use every underhanded weapon at their disposal to put Jesus out of business, (laughs) all the while believing that they were, well, the hand of God. But you know what? Just like now says they were unable to do anything because there were simply too many on the side uh, of the equation of Christ those who listen to him attentively. And in the end, God will have his way. So as we close this chapter, I will read to you John fifteen twenty. It says this, Remember the word that I said to you, servants not greater than his Lord. If they persecuted me, they'll persecute you. And if they kept my word, they'll also keep yours. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.